2: Hey there, welcome to Monster Cats Mix Contest, where real home DJs showcase their mixing talents to win real prizes. Here, let me show you. Each season finalists from all over the world face off on the show to earn the votes of our elite judges. They must come up with the most creative mix only using our music, but there could only be one season champion. So let's get right into it because it all starts right now on this season of the Mix Contest. Hey everyone, what is up? Welcome back to the mix Contest. Today, we have a very special episode and something we've never done on the show before and I'm very excited. Uh, We are going behind the scenes. We're gonna be talking to all of our finalists that are still in the contest right now and we're gonna be asking them some, some personal questions and also just what it was like to be on this season. Uh, I'm really excited for it. We're also going to be announcing very shortly who is going to be advancing into the finals next week to join Ethany and Darby. Um, But before that, I do want to thank our prize sponsors for this season who put together an amazing prize bundle. We have Pioneer DJ, HyperX, and Label Radar. So... Before we get started, let's figure out who is advancing into the finals and let's throw it away to our uh, season host,
0: Rocket Man. Take it away. Hey, everybody. How's it going? This is Rocket Man, your season's host. And what a season it's been so far. Last week, we had our battle back competition between four finalists trying to get back into the finale. We had Enderin, Note, Underscore Quantum, and Mikey give it their absolute best. And unfortunately, only one of them can claim that third and final spot. And we're going to announce that right now. So, the home DJ that will be joining Ethani and Darby in our finale is Enderin. Congratulations. Cannot wait to see how you perform one last time. To Note, Underscore Quantum, and Mikey, guys, I cannot explain how close this competition was this year. You absolutely blew it out of the water. And to give you some feedback as well, and for Enderin, Darby, and Ethani, here's a look at our elite
3: judges and what you can do to get ready for the finale. What's up, everyone? This is Feathervane. To Mikey, Underscore Quantum, and Note, huge thank you for being a part of the Season of the Mix contest. This has been an insane season to judge, and all of you showed amazing talent in that Battleback Challenge. But in the end, we only have to choose one, and uh, it was a rough decision. We didn't take it lightly. Uh, I think everyone deserved it. If we could send all of you, we could, Um, but we couldn't, unfortunately. Uh, Yeah, you should all be very proud of yourselves because you all deserve those finalist positions. As for Enderin, this is it. Huge comeback is right here, all the way from full circle into the finale. So that's pretty crazy. You're the first finalist to ever do something like this, and you should not take this finale mix lightly. So keep those ideas up, keep that energy high. you're gonna need to give it your all for this finale. You're up against Darby Andy Thaney, two very talented people, uh, so it's, a, it's gonna be a harsh competition. Uh, but here's some tips that might help you enhance that finale mix. In the Elite Judges panel, we did notice some muddy EQing here and there for your battle back mix, so make sure to smooth that over, watch your low end, because that detail could really make or break your mix, and it could make the difference between second, third, or even first place. Um, so yeah, if you have a great idea, make sure it's clean, make sure it's EQed well. Another thing would be watch your uh, mood consistency, try not to clash moods um, because in your battleback mix you did have a little bit of that. uh, Especially with the Million Days acapella right after Oblivion. It's kind of that um, super heavy track into mellow acapella, didn't really work too well. Same goes for Evil Inside into the Believe acapella, didn't really work either. Uh, It's not the kind of thing we want to hear in the finale. Um, But you have 18 minutes to fill so you might have a little bit more space, a little bit more wiggle room there. Um, so yeah, we're expecting great things from you. And we're also expecting great things from Darby Andy Fanny. Y'all are amazing. This is going to be a crazy finale to judge and a crazy finale to listen to. Could not be more excited. So yeah, thanks again to everyone in the season for being a part of uh, this contest. And thanks for uh, letting me serve as an elite judge. This has been so much fun. And uh, yeah, best of luck to everyone. Peace. Hey everyone, Monster here.
4: First and foremost, I would like to give massive props to all the finalists who have participated in this year's season. Mikey, underscore, quantum, and note, you should all give yourselves pats on the backs because this battleback challenge was very hard to make a decision on and you've given it your all these past weeks. Another big congratulations to Enderin, Ethani, and Darby for all making it to the finals. You all deserved it. For Darby, I have a few tips for you to keep in mind going into this final round. It's been awesome to see you blossom since last year as you have done some absolutely mind-blowing mashups this season, but something I've noticed is there could be some work and some more fine-tuning when it comes to your transitions, EQing, and voluming. Touching on transitions, in your Artist Mentors mix, when you were bringing in the Virtual Riot remix of Quantum, the bass suddenly came out of nowhere as you were playing it, and it was a bit jarring. And also, when you were trying to transition between different parts of the fire, the vocals were clashing on top of each other from the layers. Touching on EQing, there was the DMB drop in which Warhead's first bar kick would come in a little too loud and clash with the bass of Elevate. Lastly, to touch on voluming, when Are We So Young was playing with Hero's Seth Austin remix, I could barely make out that the Heroes Remix was playing, it was a little bit too quiet as it didn't pop through in that mash. If you work on those little fine tunes to match up with the level of your mashups, your mixes would excel greatly. Good luck to everyone in the finals, I'm really excited to hear what everyone comes up with for this finale. Thank you to all the finalists this year for making amazing mixes.
5: Yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy, Duality here. I wanna start off my section with just saying that everyone's mixes in the battle back section were crazy. The amount of improvement that we saw in everyone's mixes was unexpected and made for our discussions deciding who would move on. The hardest that I could ever think of, maybe since ever. To underscore quantum, note, and Mikey, you guys brought techniques and tricks that I've never seen before used in the contest and I think did an extremely great job at keeping up with the tempo that you usually see in the mix contest. Participating is no easy feat and I want you guys to give yourselves a pat on the back for making it as far as you guys have gone. Maybe for the next mix contest, we can have all of the eliminated finalists come together like one big transformer to participate as a fourth finalist. Jokes aside, I want to extend my congratulations to everyone moving on to the finals, that being Ithani, Endrin and Darby. This is the first time we're ever going to have three finalists in the finale and I'm extremely excited to hear how these mixes will play out in the finals. To Ithani, at the very beginning of the contest, I described your mix as being the textbook definition of a good mix. Throughout the contest, you've proven yourself as a worthy contender and have managed to continue to increase the ante on your mixes. With that said, I also said at the beginning of the contest that I'm looking forward to seeing how you continue to write that textbook. One of two main things that I want you to keep a focus on in the production of your finale mix is volume. I feel like you've done a really great job at including subtle details in your mixes and songs that people might catch on to as a little Easter egg. But sometimes I've also had the issue of not being sure whether or not a song you included was intended to be a minor detail or to be a forefront that supports to the mix. Two quick examples I'm gonna throw in is your Tom Fall mashup at the end of your Mentor mix. I think a couple of the samples that you switch between at the end with all of the reprises could have been a bit more equal to each other. And for your mashup of a work and shut it down at the beginning of your Mentor mix, where I think work could have probably been a bit louder so that it was equal or on par to shut it down. And for the second point, Just to have a bit more thought into what you decide to mash when it comes to songs and acapellas. For this, I'm going to briefly mention your Odin's Ghost and Cave Me In mashup, along with your Cave Me In and Truth and Malice mashup. While on paper, both mashups were very similar in that they were both in the same key and in the same tempo, I think there is an argument to be made that the Cave Me In and Truth and Malice mashup worked a lot better in that they both felt like they fit together in more than just being the same key, as opposed to the Odin's Ghost and the Cave Me In mashup where they just didn't feel like they fit quite right, despite working well on paper. To everyone participating in the finale, we are reaching a point in the contest where every single detail matters down to the second. As a personal recommendation to everyone, if you haven't spent as much time refining details and going through your mixes, I would definitely give at least a couple days just to go through every single moment to make sure that each part of your mix sounds exactly as how you want it to sound. Anyways, I won't hold you guys back any longer. Good luck to everyone involved And I'm so excited to see what you guys have for us. So next time, I'll see you guys later.
0: Thank you, Featherbane, Monster, and Duality. You guys have absolutely nailed it as judges this year. Really appreciate your time. And so now, Note underscore Quantum and Mikey will be joining the three elite judges in our finale to decide our Season 6 champion. Very excited for that. That'll be next week's episode. But for now, let's talk about what's up for grabs in the championship. For first place
2: and valued at over $2,000, we have... $500 in cash, a Flex X6 provided by Pioneer DJ. We have two VM50 uh, monitors provided by Pioneer DJ, a Cloud Mix headset, an alloy uh, keyboard, a quadcast microphone, a Pulsefire Surge mouse, and a Fury Ultra mouse pad, those all provided by HyperX, and $200 to the Monster Cat shop. Rocketman, what do we have for second and third place, and
0: also uh, fourth to eighth? We still have quite a few prizes to go through. So for our second place, home DJ, we had the Cloud Alpha S headset. We have the Quadcast microphone and $100 to the Monster Cat Shop gift card. For our third place, we have a Cloud Alpha headset, a solo cast microphone and $50 to the Monster Cat Shop. And finally, fourth through eighth place, we'll all get a HyperX logo t-shirt and $50 to the Monster Cat Shop. Lots up for grabs
2: and we're also giving away something on this stream. What are we giving away?
0: Yeah, so this pair of uh, HDJ Q1BT headphones from Pioneer DJ, one of you in chat is gonna win this today, so make sure you're there.
2: Yes, uh, just type uh, exclamation Pioneer DJ in chat and we'll be giving that away at the end of the stream. Okay? Cool, we are just about ready to bring on today's uh, finalists that we're gonna speak uh, speak to. So let's go over it. the first one and uh, really exciting, citing Endrin from the United States. There he is. Hey. Hello, hello. All right, let's see who else we have. We have Darby from Australia. Hi.
0: Hello. Hey. Hello. Josh, who do we have next? All right, coming all the way from the United Kingdom, we have Mikey. How's it going? Good. Hi, Mikey. And from the United States and a veteran of this competition, Ethanie. How's it going? Welcome. Good. Uh, from
2: the Philippines, we have Note. Hi, guys. welcome. Welcome. And lastly, from the United States, underscore Quantum. Welcome. What's going on? Great, <laughs> right, well, uh, Thanks for joining us and being a part of our first behind the decks for the mix contest. Uh, just like we said at the beginning, of this we're going to be, we're just going to be hanging out for the next hour. I think it's going to be really, really special and like a really good moment. Uh, Josh and I have a bunch of questions that we just want to. You know pick your brains at and see what you guys thought of the season and uh, how you found it and maybe some predictions on who we think is going to actually win this year so let's uh let's start it off um Enderin, how does it feel to be the first and the finalist that came out of our battle back episode last week well
6: it's something that I've been thinking about for a while because ever since last round, I knew I know of one person who voted for me, like that I know of personally. Um, so that means that it's either all the judges or it's all you guys out there, um, and that kind of support is something that I really appreciate, and I really want to give back to you and give you one last like great mix before the season's over.
2: Mm-hmm. Josh, do you want to kind of? See if you can remember what some of the uh, thoughts were uh, on the elite judges during that uh, that verdict.
0: Absolutely, so the elites and I always sit down after each competition and we go through all of the mixes. They've listened to multiple times. And I think what really stood out about Enderin's mix was he took all the feedback in from the judges that had been given each week and really tried to put that into his mix. And it was really apparent in the battle back mix and then also listening to the feedback that was given to the other finalists and tried to find a way to spin that into his benefit. And I think that's what ended up getting him this third and final slot. Yeah,
2: and and truthfully, I know that we kept, or Josh kept saying it every single episode, but like this season the verdicts between the elite judges were extremely close. Like things were really coming down to just a few of these transitions within that mix. And I know for this last one too, uh, it was really looking at the progression of the final list and the DJ throughout that season. What advice was taken and how does that compare to how they entered into this contest? So that was something that I really thought was deserving of someone to um, be brought back into the contest.
6: After the last episode, I was genuinely surprised. I thought that everybody had fantastic mixes and I would have considered myself at the bottom in my own mind. So just making it not only this far, but past people this impressive is something that amazed me.
2: I, I think sometimes too, we always well, we always doubt ourselves. And I, I don't think that we realize a lot of the times our full potential. Um, when we're not seeing it through other people's eyes. Um, but uh, you, no one here, I think, is visibly within the bottom. There was no, uh, no. everything was very even.
0: Yeah, uh, even just talking with the judges and being a part of that for years, I've never seen the competition be this close before and just come to the most minute of details. Um. So
2: next question, uh, Derby. Uh, yep. Yeah. How does it feel to also be a producer? And to my knowledge, you've also released on Ophelia and some other uh, labels as well. How do you think that that has brought into not just your production, but also your mixing?
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, being a producer is definitely sort of a difference I have against the competition. But I tried to forget that sort of mentality when going into the mix contest because I really realized week one that it did not matter in a lot of ways. The only thing it may have helped on is like my mixing, like uh, volume-wise and dynamics and everything. But everyone here just has that skill already. So Mm. I I went into it uh, imagining that I would just... Write all my mixes like I write my songs and have the m- same emotional feel and you know composition, and just do what I always do with my own production. Um, so I, I can't tell, people have told me that I, there's a certain style to my mixes, especially Jason from um, when he was helping out.
2: Yeah,
7: uh, yeah, but. I just, I don't know. I just had fun with it and it's the same that I do with my production and, you know, labels Psychophilia like seem to like my music so uh, Monster Cat liking my mixes for the same reason makes sense.
2: <laughs> um, is there, uh, I-, I feel like there's a few others out here that also produce either, uh, you know, publicly or even just to themselves, um, does anyone want to kind of chime in on maybe any skills that have being a producer could lend towards mixing in in a contest like this?
8: Being able to sample stuff really well and mm-hmm. like include down your mixes really helps out if you're a producer. Yeah, like it sounds a lot more cleaner.
2: I, I know. I find too year after year, it's always. I mean, the mix contest is very interesting because like it. Obviously, has all Monster Cat music, and I think that people put uh, listeners of Monster Cat put meaning towards different songs. So it's not even just always about finding uh, songs that complement each other or that mix well, but it's almost this like added lore to the catalog that is also used to to mix into into your mixes.
7: Yeah, the storytelling aspect
2: mm-hmm. for sure
7: especially being able to resample and repitch stuff in ways that no one's heard before. That's probably the most interesting stuff that you can do with the producer knowledge. Mm -hmm.
2: Darby, you mentioned about Jason and Dell. Mikey, how about, how did you find working with Jason and Dell during the Artist Mentor uh, challenges?
8: Uh, Working with Jason and Dell, the lead up to like our call that we had, I was pretty nervous because like it was my first time like being in close contact with like an established like professional like video host producer. So I was, I was really, really nervous, but he was like really respectful, really like approachable. Like I can ask him anything I wanted and he would just give me a really nice straightforward answer. And he also like just learned a lot of like advanced tips on like mixing and how to like uh, implement certain aspects of mixing like mastering or whatnot. So it was just really useful.
2: Yeah, was there anything in specific that he brought up about your mixes? That, uh, I mean, whether or not uh, was already there and you were doing it very well, or just areas to even, like, explore further?
8: Um, there was one area in my artist mentor mix that we were sort of discussing. It was to do with a song that I used from Vintage Morelli. I think it was Deep Abyss. Mm A sort of drum and bass song. Um... So, the sort of music modes that the song is in, it's not strictly just G minor. Because like, Vintage Marelli, he sort of borrowed chords from like, other modes like uh, Dorian or Phrygian, Like, whichever one it was, I can not really figure it out in the end. But, um, Jason basically pretty much just warned me, like, uh, try to like, be careful about like, the conflicts in the music when you're using songs like that. And like try and layer it with acapellas because originally like you, it, it was on it's not in the final mix now but originally I had it layered with an acapella from In Touch by Murdoch and like the acapella more or less is strictly in G minor but some some chords from that acapella during this like during the drop would have like clashed mm-hmm. and stuff so yes yeah, he just told me to like watch out for that so
2: yeah. No, it's really useful. Uh, did anyone else kind of have an interesting story or uh, just something that from that artist mentorship specifically they found really insightful?
9: Um, yeah, i I guess. So yeah, it was pretty cool to be able to do a video call with Jason. Um, I sort of got to take him through my project as I was working on it. I think I, we were about like four or five days in. Uh, actually, yeah, it was it was a uh, Wednesday following Call of the Wild and uh, mixed contests. Um, we called like right after that. I think Mikey and I actually both <laughs> had our yeah. calls like within an hour of each other. So yeah, Jason was on top of it. But um, yeah, I got to take him through my project file. And um, sort of, he really just sort of picked my brain and like any any questions I had, I could really go in depth with it. Um, uh, whether it was like. Uh, a transition, mm-hmm. uh, a mashup, any 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 sort of like acapella work. Like he, he has so much knowledge, and uh, but yeah, just being able to take him through that project was pretty cool.
2: Um- Josh, did you want to go over, so we, Josh and I have written down some kind of mashups that we really uh, uh, found uh, stuck out this season. And uh, I know that we wrote a few that did actually come from the Artist Mentorship. So I'd be interested to hear from some of these finalists to see if like, um, yeah, if this was an original idea,
0: if this was kind of like a collab between the Artist me- Mentorship. Yeah. So, I mean, let's start off. Ethanie, we had that just beautiful Xylent mashup from uh, artist mentors. And what's the mix contest without Xylent? Do you want to give us some so look into that?
9: Um
0: yeah, what, what was it? The Particles
9: one. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. that um I don't know uh, I, I was just it was a lot of trial and error. Um Particles was definitely not the first song you know I, I tried to transition out of because I, it was a it was one of the Tom Falls songs that I used. And to go from Tomfall to like in silent was, uh, was weird. So it wasn't my first choice, <laughs> but it, it, it worked. And uh, it, it was also going from um, uh, 4 4 to like 6 8 time signature. So, um, but I, I made it work. And then um, I played around with the, um, what I did with the victory, the, the sampling there. I played around with that a lot. Like the melody was totally different at first. And I had sent a version of that over to Jason and he said he loved it. And then even even though he said he loved it, you know, I I kept listening to it over and over again. And like, I almost got not sick of it, but like, I'm, I'm, I sort of told myself, I'm like, this seems, this needs to be changed just a little bit to, to, you know, really pop. So, uh, I sampled victory and I think I, I'm sort of made a melody, uh, a lot like uh, Hold Fast, so two songs from that EP by Sam and then uh, Particles kind of carried everything together, and uh, yeah, came out pretty cool.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, that was a fun one. And and Darby, we had that uh, Hide and Seek mashup from Artist Mentors Part 2. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that one. It was just fun. That was that was a lot. It took.
7: It was one of the first things I made in the project, um, and it came off like a three-minute intro that I'd been working on for only like an hour, and then that little drop took literally three hours. I'm not kidding. I don't know how I would. I managed to put in the wildlife remix of Hide and Seek. That's just such a offbeat song in so many ways, and especially in that key. I, I picked three A. I. Sorry, I'm not the best at music theory, but 3A is on the harmonic wheel because it has like the least amount of songs and is the hardest mix or key for me to mix always when I DJ. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna challenge myself, and yeah, I just spent forever trying to make. I'm pretty sure Vane called it like basically a remix, uh, trying to resample and filter and do all these crazy effects in there. And Jason when I finally got to him only a couple of days before the competition, because both our schedules were kind of busy. He was just like, this is great. <laughs> this is really good. And that's so validating at like the very ends of a long, that was like a 27 something minute mix at the very end of that just to hear Jason go like, yeah, I like how this sounds. <laughs> that was, that was very good to hear. And then the chat and everyone um, on the day really liked it. So
10: yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah,
7: I have
2: a question on that too. How do you, um, it must be very rewarding watching chat during any of these episodes and even knowing when you know what's going to come or the transitions or just what you have in your mix, but still waiting to see that chat reaction and when you get it, um, it usually is very validating. Uh, does anyone want to kind of talk about
1: that? Um, so, yeah, uh, it's of my time zone I have to wake up at uh, 5 a.m just to watch the mix contest live and um, you know even even so early in the morning it's still such an exhilarating feeling for me to just be able to like listen to um, the to my mix and to the, and to the other finalist mixes and um, and just to see like everybody's reaction it's sort of like, it gets me hyped up like so early in the morning and it's such a good feeling. Um, but yeah.
2: Does anyone get the feeling too during the contest after your mix or even before your mix and you're listening to someone else's mix and you hear something incredible in it and you're kind of like, Oh man.
8: Absolutely. (laughs) All the time. time.
2: It's the
6: most fun kind of crushing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I try to hold off from listening to it until the actual day of
2: the mm-hmm. show. Um, so, no, you, you have a very interesting style as, as well, and it kind of comes from a lot of sampling. Uh, do you want, kind of want to explain a bit more kind of where that came from and how you kind of see your style?
1: Um, well, to be, to be completely honest, like, Before the mix contest, I never really had that idea or sense that I had a mix style um, or that, like, the mashups that I I was making were anything um, super unique from everybody else's. Um, So really, for me, it just came down to uh, whenever I was making a mix or a mashup, how could I make this song something that the audience hasn't heard yet before? Because, like, whenever... um, like, whenever you're listening to something that just, like, throws you off guard, then, like, that that can really, um, like, make things more exciting, at least in my opinion. Um, so yeah, and I think what really helped was, like, was just talking to um, other uh, Wildcats or, or other Mix Contest finalists. Um, and just, like, also listening to how they made mashups, how they made mixes. Um, it's sort of like, I guess it sort of inspired me to, um, to like work on how I made my own uh, mixes and mashups. Uh,
0: so, yeah. Very good. So, something I just want to show up for everybody watching at home or listening, and I'll, I'll call out the numbers here, but just a show of hands if you could put up how many times you submitted to this contest over the years, I just, I want to know. So we got four from Enderin, we got four from Ethanie, four from Mikey, five from Underscore Quantum, four from Note, and two from Darby. So, like, if you're wanting to get into this contest, it takes a lot of time. And if you don't get in one year, keep trying the year after and the year after because your skills are going to get better. And, I mean, even this season alone, four people on this call are brand new to the competition. And Underscore Quantum, let's let's throw it to you. First off, I see your little cat in the background. Uh, Hello. (laughs) Uh, How was it being
10: a a rookie for you this year? It's a very interesting experience, I think, because my dad is being loud in the background. Um, It's a very interesting experience, I think, because um, it's like, there's these names that you've kind of looked up to for the past five or six years. And then suddenly it's like, Oh, I'm here next to them. And it's like, I'm here next to people who have been doing this at least three times now. So it's overwhelming at first for me at least, but then you get to the point where you're actually doing the mixing and you're actually you know watching chat listening to your mix live and it's like yeah i can do this so it's an interesting cycle but it's one that i'm happy that i got to experience
2: yeah i imagine that like at first that first feeling is like a sense of kind of in- intimidation and maybe like self doubt but you know everyone is selected based off of their their mix hand picked by us like there's a reason why we we pulled you guys in and it's because not just even me, but Josh and the elite judges as well, we, we usually have all these spreadsheets and we all vote and everyone that's in here is usually the best of the best. It is the best of the best. So, um, I mean, sometimes I kind of want to show that, but can't really show that part of it. But sometimes I want to show that just so that you guys can see too, that like, you know, you guys are here for a reason. Absolutely. With that, Ethanie, you've you've had multiple contests now. You're almost you're a mixed contest vet. Um, how, how has your approach in this season kind of changed from from year to year? And and uh, kind of walk us through that.
9: Yeah, um, that's that's definitely a loaded question. But um, I, I guess uh, a good way to start uh, is uh, just kind of learning from past experiences. Especially 2018, like I look back on some some of my mixes from 2018, and like this is a good uh, thing to look at, like what not to do, (laughs) you know. So, um, but um, yeah, definitely, uh, I I feel like I've learned so much. Um, Yeah, especially this year, uh, I'm not backing down. Um, Like this, I'm in the finals now for my second time, Um, and uh, I gotta go all out and. yeah, try to give that one hundred and ten percent and play to my strengths, but you know at the same time try to go out of my comfort zone a little bit and uh, try to do something crazy, something new. So
2: yeah. yeah, I actually want to ask you a question too because I think other people have probably felt this, but uh, you know that feeling where you may doubt yourself. I know that um, you know a couple of years ago too when you were in the contest. I I totally saw your side that you were kind of questioning whether or not you'd want to come back just because you had had been in the contest a few times and because you hadn't won, it obviously kind of like digs a little bit at that motivation. However, I feel like you're back and you're back stronger and there has been some positive of that. So maybe you can kind of talk a bit about that because I feel like a lot of people have those little bit of, need that motivation boost mm,
9: for sure yeah that's a that's a great point um yeah definitely uh it, it can you know it can be difficult um for sure uh but i mean i sort of look back especially last year um the challenge i got eliminated in i'll, I'll say uh it was actually rocket man's challenge to lift off that was uh, you know even though i was eliminated it was still one of my most favorite challenges in any season had had so much fun with that one um but um yeah uh that challenge specifically i do remember uh it was primarily audience voting but uh i i think i got two out of the three elite judge votes and so that sort of told me like all right then the guys up top uh really seem to like what i've got going on so i'm gonna keep at it and um yeah, uh, the Twitch reactions, like seeing seeing all of all of that, really uh, keeps me motivated. So, yeah, no, I haven't won yet. <laughs> um, I'm trying my best, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's so nice to see all that. So, yeah.
2: I I almost totally forgot about those curated like custom challenges. Uh, I did too.
9: Mm. Yeah,
2: I think next year I'm gonna bring that back. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here awesome. first.
0: Uh, so, talking about the finale since that's what's on everybody's mind right now and there's three people in it this year. First time we've ever done this in six seasons of the Mixed Contest. What was everyone's thought, reaction on the big twist on the Battle Back Challenge?
9: I keep it going? (laughs) I wish this was around a couple of years ago, that's all I'll say. (laughs) But, um, no, it's definitely cool to see. Um, Uh, like you know, although it it technically reduces my odds, like uh, it was really really cool to see uh, these four get another chance and uh, they all knocked it out of the park, so I can't imagine how you know how difficult the uh, decision process was.
7: Well, uh, I found out when I was still unsure if I was in showdown, so. It it meant I was making two mixes at once, basically, because I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was going to get through or not. So it, I don't know. It was very exciting. It definitely added a good twist to the show. But um, from an actual contestant's perspective, wow! It it threw me off in a lot of ways. I just, it, it's really good that uh, Enderin's now in the final. I think. I think it's very good that we get to have more people have a chance at winning um, again, and uh, people have obviously improved and it just gives, uh, like, ultimately people more time to make more fun mixes. But yeah, it's it's just slightly less odds, as Fanny said, and uh should be interesting.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I mean, I'll, um, I'll agree with Darby. I. I had in the back of my mind, like a thought, like, maybe it's not over. Maybe like you can do something else, at least one more mix just for like the fun of it. Um, I expected even less that it would be me. So I'm I'm still floored by that. But like Darby said, more people means less odds, but it means you get to have more fun because you can make a shorter mix that's more dense and you spend more time on each section and really make it what it wants, like what you've always wanted it to be.
10: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, cool. Note, what was your most challenging challenge this season?
1: Ooh. Well, since we're talking about the battle back mix, I think for me, it was definitely the battle back mix. Um, because even if there weren't any, like, if there weren't any restrictions, per se, uh, placed on us, aside from the time limit, um, just, I guess, knowing that there's a, a second shot at the finals, and, um, on top of like all of the feedback given by the judges in the past, um, it just it made for some it made for uh, like a much more interesting scenario, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least for me, as a as as a finalist, um, so yeah, it was a, a lot of
2: pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mikey, what was your favorite? mashup that you've made this season
8: my favorite mashup well i if i'm allowed to say i think i have like two um you're allowed one to and, say two okay cool <laughs> um the first one would have to be a sort of mashup that i did between amnesia and rocking in my submission mix from the opening ceremony uh because like i got to like you know manipulate amnesia into triplets, which is which sounded really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then matching that with like a few cuts from Rock and I think it just makes something really groovy that I really I was really proud of. And everyone seems to love this like everyone seems to love it as well.
0: I can tell you Darby definitely did looking at his reaction. Yeah, I listened
7: to all those mixes so many times. I really,
8: I really like them. and my And sec- my second one um was actually the Hold on Me mashup that I did in the Arts Mentor. A uh, mix where I teased a bit of Rolls Royce, like I teased the, the drop from Rolls Royce, but then, then I switched it immediately into Hold Hold On Me instead. And I mashed it with uh, samples from uh, Rolls Royce still, as well as Wake Up by Grant, um, and then I included the second drop as well, where I tried to do like vocal chops with the ultimate acapella, and like <laughs> even included some like pitch bending and stuff as well. It was just very, it was very experimental. And I think for the rain, when he was giving me feedback, he was like, um, you know, it's a bit too ambitious, maybe, and people didn't resonate with it as much, but which I understood and totally, understood. yeah, I understood. It, but like, I me mean, still, so it was just really, really fun to make like at that time, so.
0: Good. That is fantastic.
2: Darby, what was your most challenging mashup and then, sorry, your favorite mashup and then the most challenging mashup for you to make? Maybe the same
7: ones. Uh, yeah, they might be the same ones. <laughs> Man, I don't know. There were some very old mashups that I made like two years ago that I knew I wanted to include. Um, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but uh, I think the most challenging slash fun one was in my uh, first, uh, first episode mix where I did like it was in the full circle. I did like a double dubstep drop and both of them had at least like six songs in both the drops, the first one having like 10 because I love to spam songs when I don't know what to do. So
2: both of them- The amount of songs that you guys include.
7: (laughs) Yeah, both of them took like five hours and it was because I really, really wanted to make like something amazing. And at like the four and a half hour point, I I like started chopping up Hold Fast into like like the rhythm and keys of the dubstep match that I'd already made, and I realized that like it was actually good. I didn't think it was good until then, and then it suddenly became my favorite mashup ever. Mm. Um, there was so many tidbits to that; it took so long, and it was just like a very gratifying end to that mix, and then to transition it into a second dubstep drop with pegboard nerds mashup, and then uh, going into Shaku at the ends, and then handing it off pretty well to Rubik, in my opinion. I thought that was really
2: good. Sweet. Yeah, let's, uh, let's keep this going, kind of speed round. Uh, underscore Quantum, what's your favorite mashup that you did this season? And it may be one or two, but... Or what's the first one that kind of comes to your head?
10: I don't know if you'd really call it a mashup, but in the battle Back mix that I made, um, there's a section with um, Soul Torx, Solar Wind, and a bunch of cool acapellas and stuff. They aren't actually acapellas, they're just things that I just EQ'd the crap out of. So, I think that's my favorite just because of how well it flows and how well it flows into and out of the sections around it which are also both in different keys so the fact that it works is really what makes it my favorite but i think i think that's what i'm gonna have to go with
2: great enderin and i got a different question for you what is your favorite mashup of yours and then one that you remember from someone else um,
6: so I guess I'll start with the one I remember from someone else's. It's, it's Darby's Shaku. Sh- is it Shaku Shaku? Shaku. Yeah, Shaku. Shaku. It's, it's I, I was saying all killer, no feller. And they were right. It's, it blew me away. Um, in terms of my favorite, I feel like in my submission mix, uh, my, my mercy edit that I did, it was something I kind of just sat down and was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to edit this. And I started moving stuff. I was like, all right, well, if this burst was moved back like a beat, how? what could I do with that? And I was like, all right, it's a bit dirty. And then I kept going. I was like, oh, no, this is getting kind of filthy. And I just kept going and going and evolving. And I was like, yeah, I like this. I think this is going to be my big finale. I think it's something to remember me by.
2: Great. Ethan, you're up. Favorite of yours, favorite of someone else.
9: Okay. Um... I'll say, I think my f- personal favorite uh, of mine would be um, the Particles one that I did, but we've already mentioned that. So I'll say, um, in my submission mix, I did a, a little combination of uh, You Rise by Xylent and Medusa by Terror, And I think that combo has, done, has been done like four times now, including um, Mixed Legends. So, uh, that's pretty cool. And each time it's been a little different. and. Um, I'll say my favorite uh, so far from someone else would be in the battle back mix. Actually, last week, Mikey's take on that combination was really, really killer. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one.
2: I have to ask. Maybe you've told me this before. Wh- where did the fresh sample come from?
9: <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, uh, I just. In, I think I first used that in my 2018 submission, and I can't remember if I used it uh, in the rest of the challenges in uh, 2018, but, um, cause it's been used in almost every
2: challenge. Yeah. Any, any every chance,
9: <laughs> right. Any chance I can get to use it. Uh, I, I'll take that chance. I mean, I couldn't really last year in the, in the last couple challenges because, um, uh, the last two challenges that I did in 2019 were dualities, hidden gems and fresh, fresh was uploaded. So I, I can't, I couldn't use it there, and then how was I going to work fresh into a, a liftoff mix, you tell me. But, uh, yeah, any other chance I, I can get to, to use that sample? I, I don't know, it just kind of stuck with me ever since 2018, and uh, I think I used it twice in my 2019 submission, too. So, I really just kind of lean into that, like, the, the chat seems to like it. they spam it in all caps whenever they hear it, so, yeah.
2: And then, note. Let's end with you because I didn't ask you this specific question. What's your favorite mashup that you made and someone and one from someone else?
1: Um, sorry, I'm kind of blanking on the favorite mashup of somebody else's. Just because. Wow. It all kind of like it shot me. No, no. I mean, like, there's like a lot of moments, and it's kind of hard for me to remember them all. Um, but I have to say, though, um, uh, I remember listening to Darby's mix, uh, during the Artist Pinter Challenge, and that mix, like, really, there were a lot of moments in that mix that really just made me go, like, wow, this guy deserves a spot in the finals. Um, so, yeah, um, that, <laughs> that wasn't meant to be, like, a shot <laughs> for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I guess the first, uh, my favorite um, mashup would probably have to be uh, during the fight, the full circle mix. Um, I think I it, it did uh, um, Board Game and Dying uh, by Slippy. Um, and um, that mashup, it just, I don't know, it just hit me like the right way. And then um, going in from that drop to uh, a hardstyle drop uh, with um, the monster by Scandal, the uh, Alpha Vibes Remix. Um, That also, yeah, sometimes you just get a mashup that's just like, wow. And uh, I I think that did it for me. It's
0: fantastic. Well, before we keep grilling you on questions, uh, we do need to also reannounce that we have this pair of uh, HDJ Q1BT headphones from Pioneer DJ in chat. Dan, why don't you tell them what uh, the exclamation mark is?
2: Uh, All right, so yeah, just type exclamation pioneer DJ in chat and we'll be giving that away in I think a few minutes. Cause I think we're, uh, we're almost getting to the end of today's uh, behind the decks episode. Um, so once again, you know, thank you to all of our uh, prize sponsors this year. We have pioneer DJ hyper X and label radar. They put together an amazing bundle um, and one of the, these finalists here will be winning the grand prize. Everyone here will be winning a prize, uh, but one will be winning the grand prize and getting the uh, title of mix Champion. Um, I think we can maybe
0: ask one more question and maybe wrap this up. I-, I, I think I've got this one. All right. This is going to be the best transition of the season right here. All of you are walking away with something physically. What are you taking away mentally? Underscore Quantum, why don't you start us off?
10: I think there's maybe not one big thing, but there are a lot of small things that I've been hearing throughout the season that I think I'll be aware of now. It's like from like way back in like the first the first feedback streams, I think you mentioned just turning off work mode on some tracks. It just improves the audio quality in a way that my not-audio engineer ears can't hear. Um, Spread the word. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and then there was other stuff too like just replacing snares during mashups with cuts. It's like it's just little things that I wouldn't have initially thought of or put time into that really make a huge difference. So I guess the big thing is take the feedback when you can get it. so don't don't take it for nothing.
0: There you go. Yeah, I mean, None of you are alone out here. Everybody's willing to listen to your mixes. So take in what you can. Mikey, what are you li- walking away with?
8: Um, there was a mantra that you kept preaching like since the feedback streams, less is more. <laughs> um, So like, of course, like, including a lot of like different samples from many different songs and like working them to the best of your ability can always can always be like really like, extravagant and really fun to listen to. But also, you know, don't be afraid to like If you don't feel like you need that many songs in the mix, like especially a short mix, then you really don't have to like overload like a nine minute, 11 minute mix with like tons of songs. You can just find a way to like tell a good story with just like a a nice, like decent amount of songs, like as many as 15 or even lower than that. So you don't need to like be too ambitious with how many songs you include. Just make sure you tell a good story.
0: Tell a good story.
2: Yeah. Sometimes what I find too, to to help with that, That note less is more because you're going to find that that feedback works so much in life. Uh, a lot of times though when you're creating something it's okay to have it very chaotic at first. Like you have all the these ideas out there. It's okay to have it like that. But then usually what happens is you relook at that and you really kind of see what is working, what is not working or what is excess and you kind of trim that down and eventually you kind of get to a point where it's like the best of the best and that's what you end up uh, kind of finishing with and it's knowing how to get to that point that really uh, is a matured version of that skill
0: absolutely thank you Mikey note you want to keep us going here
1: um, I think uh, for me my takeaway was that uh, like I mentioned earlier I think the mix contest really helped me to I guess uh find my own yeah mixing style or sort of establish it um because yeah like i said i didn't really have any sense of that before uh the mix contest it was only until like the the feedback stream when i when i watched you guys um uh do feedback on my stream uh, on my mix um it really like uh helped me like like reflect i guess like okay this is I guess this is my style. Um I think from there, like it will only help me to like uh, be able to improve or or change up um, my my mixes. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: And and I think with like when people determine their, their style, it, you obviously don't need to you shouldn't ever just be fixed to that. It's just it's almost just like a launching point and it's one area that you can like realize that this is what makes me unique and knowing that you can do that area really well allows you to combine it with other styles and other approaches and it puts you up apart from everyone. Um, yeah, I always, you know, even outside of the mix contest, like an advice that I really like giving is, um, you know, to combine your passions, right? Like th- this is not just about music or, or just mixing and being a DJ, but like anything, um, you know, all of us have a different like interest background, different hobbies, different things that we're good at. Um, and by combining those, you can kind of create really unique opportunities. And those usually are gonna be a different combination than someone else. And it really kind of allows you to st- uh, stand apart and um, stand out from, either your competition in this case, or just like uh, gets you further in whatever field you're working in.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Note. Uh, If you guys missed it at the beginning, Note underscore Quantum and Mikey will now be joining our elite judges in forming our jury to determine the champion of season six. Which leaves our three remaining finalists: Enderin, Ethanie, and Darby. And I'm going to ask you guys the same question. I know you're not done yet, but starting off with Ethanie, what are you walking away from this competition with? Um, you
9: know, as I guess I'll say, as fun and uh, as interesting as uh, mashups are in mixes, it's uh, it's not necessarily about the destination. I think I'm putting an emphasis on the journey. So I guess what that means is. You know my transitions i uh i that that's what i'm you know, putting the most focus on especially going into the showdown uh the finale um you know i i, I think i want to prioritize keeping my mixes as clean as possible and then i think that'll definitely help my mashups shine you know so uh definitely want to put more of an emphasis on uh transitions
0: fantastic
9: yeah other than that uh i'm just trying to take some breaks in now and then because uh, man. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a mental grind. So uh, yeah, breaks are definitely being had and uh, yeah, they're important.
0: It is, So fantastic. All right, Darby, you already know what's coming. What are you walking away with? Yeah,
7: just, uh, I'm just really stressed
0: um, <laughs> at the moment. Dude, like August is,
7: been so like rewarding, but so stressful because of the mix contest. I sacrificed uh, a lot of time for this because I spend more times on the mixes than I do on my own songs. Um I, I like paused all my collaborations and everything because I really wanted to do this. Uh, and it just made me appreciate like the mashup mixing community so much more. Like I've always preached. I've tried and I will continue to preach Uh, the Wildcats and everyone in that sphere and community about how talented they are and how much like, compared to artists, they are doing like double the work and getting half as much appreciation, in my opinion. So, I just got a first-person perspective at like, oh my god, this is so much effort. Like, shout out to um, Silver Skies, who's my friend and who's been in the competition before and uh, you know, I've just... I've talked to him. And I'm like, did you seriously actually put in this much work each week? He's like, yes, yes. I've been telling you this is like the hardest thing ever. Like, you weren't ready for it. And I really wasn't. So it's just, it's just made me like get over a lot of stress in terms of music where normally I give up all the deadlines and stuff. Just good stress and uh, pushing through it has just made me appreciate what I'm capable of and what everyone's capable
0: of in here. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, unless you've been in the mix contest, it's really hard to describe the amount of time and effort and just mental stability you have to have going through and keep going on in this con- in this competition. It's, it's very challenging, very challenging. I
2: remember Josh was telling me, reminding me the other day, I guess the season that he competed on, uh, what was it, the, f- the finale where the rule was that you couldn't re- reuse any song that you had used in the contest. <laughs> And I think that was just kind of like sprung upon you guys just right before it. Like, oh, here's a twist.
0: (laughs) It was. And that was the season that we really started putting a lot more tracks in the mixes, but nowhere close to where we are now with season six. It's insane the amount of tracks that you guys are putting
2: in in these mixes.
0: So yeah, Enderin, last one to make it into the finale. What are you walking away with? So I guess like... For, for three years before this. I kind of, I, when I wouldn't make
6: it, I'd be like, okay, this is a very, this is a difficult thing to do. This takes a lot of commitment. Is this something that I would even be able to do? Could I have this much talent, put in this much effort? Would I have the time for that? Uh, and now I think I don't need to answer those questions. I, I know what it's like. And according to you guys, I've done it pretty well. Um, it's It's, I guess I've learned that like, You should never let what's up in your head stop you because it's what's up in your head that's gonna keep you going and consistently make you better. And uh, if it weren't for me trusting my ability and myself, I wouldn't be able to do what I do among all of these fantastic people in this call right now. You guys are all fantastic and I'm really excited to show you what I've got one last time.
7: I'm so excited for Showdown. Oh my God.
2: I'm so excited for Showdown. Uh, that was a that was a great way to end it, Enderin. And honestly, I want to mimic that as well. Like it's it's amazing to have all of you on this call. Each of you are incredibly talented. I'm looking at all your faces right now, and like I can remember listening to each of your mixes at some point this season and being like, oh yeah, like you know, I you know sometimes Josh and I just kind of joke we can't vote, but like sometimes we joke about you know voting and whatnot. And I've at one point voted for every single one of you guys, being like, yes, like you know this person needs to move on, this person needs to move on. Uh, but it's So it was like so even Um, so really thank you each of you for committing the amount of time that you did uh, and putting the amount of detail and energy into your mixes uh, and taking it very seriously. And I think that um, not only does it show, but it really uh, encourages people after this season to give that same amount of, of quality in their mixes.
0: Absolutely, you all have just risen the bar to a whole new level that I never saw it getting to. So congratulations to each and every one of you for doing that.
2: Great. Well, that is it for our first ever behind-the-deck stream. Uh, next week, uh, like Rocketman said, we're going to be watching Endrin, Ethanie, and Darby battle it out for first place. Uh, then, note, Mikey, underscore Quantum, our elite judges, and do we have a community vote next week? No. No. Do you not have a community It is entirely uh, an elite elite judges and you guys are going to be deciding who is going to be the season's winner. Um, once again, thank you to our uh, prize sponsors pioneer DJ label, uh, radar and hyper X. And also we are now in chat going to be, uh, revealing the winner of our pioneer DJ headphones. So type, uh, one last chance in like 10 seconds, we're ending it. type exclamation pioneer DJ, uh, in chat. And uh, yeah, we'll find out in chat who's going to win. Um, that's about it. Rockman. do you have anything final to say
0: before we wrap up? I mean, join us next week for the finale. We're going to have three incredible mixes. And after that, we'll be crowning the season's champion. So not one you want to miss. Be there. We'll see ya. Cool. I.
2: Uh, bye, everyone. And uh, we'll see all of you guys soon
0: thank you all for joining bye 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 see ya guys